symbolisms. One of the main themes of Don Machi is found family. Hestia was the only one who would accept Belle into her familia after being turned away thousands of times for looking too weak. And Hestia accepting him filled the void within Belle's heart after his grandfather died. Hestia also adores Belle equally as much for being her first familia member. Hestia spent a lot of time mooching off of Hephaestus before she was finally kicked out and forced to create her own familia after coming down from heaven to the material world. And she also loves Belle for sticking with her despite herself and quote, stating she's untrustworthy. Their bond is so strong that even when Belle gains the skill Liaris frees, Hestia puts aside her feeling of jealousy against eyes for holding Belle's affection, knowing that Belle belongs to no one, and instead remarks fondly of how quickly the children of the lower world grow, in the direct opposition to the gods who don't change at all. She resolves to keep the skill a secret to protect Belle as well, because she knows that many gods would do anything to steal Belle from her once they find out that he has a rare skill. It just goes to show how much she really cares about him. Furthermore, Hestia goes out of her way to help Belle get stronger, and he comes to her all bloodied from her and scratched up from an entire night in the dungeon, basically trying to hack away at his hatred for himself for not being strong enough to be worthy of eyes. Uh, he discovers this fact after being mocked by Bet, who is a member of the Loki Familia, who is in love with eyes as well. And she even gets down on her hands and knees and bends her head to get Hephaestus to create a weapon for Belle as she's seen him gaze longingly at the expensive knives in the glass cases, and she feels worthless as a goddess for being unable to provide for her beloved child. She does this knowing that she can't really ask anything of Hephaestus after all these years of supporting her, which goes to show, really, how much she loves Belle. As to the point that Hestia even takes on a 200 million Valis debt herself for the knife for Belle. Belle, in return, feels just as strongly for Hestia, throwing hands with the Apollo family simply to defend Hestia's honor when they insulted her, calling her... I actually don't know if I can repeat this. I I'm gonna stick to my guns and say no. Hestia was also determined to save Lily from the Soma Familia because of the fact that she knew that Lily just being there to support Belle would help him become stronger. Their Familia emblem is also a symbol of their affection for one another, it being a bell surrounded by Hestia's flames of protection. The relationship of Belle and Hestia is one of the best examples of found family, but we can also see it in Wealth and Belle in that he accepts Wealth despite the fact that he won't make any magic swords. He wants to make a weapon that is stronger than a magic sword because of the fact that he saw how magic swords bring out the greed in people. 
and after his family fell, um, not being able to make magic swords anymore, their blessing disappeared. All just how quickly people's favor leave them. There's also Lily, who finally found her place with Belle and the Hestia Familia after years of suffering. She was a member of the Soma Familia, and her parents died from a young age, going into the dungeon in order to make money and get more of the Soma drink, which is a highly addictive substance that makes anyone that drinks it want for more at no matter the cost. Soma Familia afterwards didn't really take care of Lily and only bullied and harassed her. Uh, from a young age, she was also forced to work to earn money, but found that she didn't have the skill to be an adventurer, so she became a supporter. But as a supporter, she was constantly looked down upon by other adventurers who felt that she shouldn't uh, her fair cut of the pay because of the fact that they were the ones killing monsters, even though supporters, their job is to hang around in the back as basically a vanguard and collect the magic crystals and help with monsters that adventurers don't see coming. And it was because of this treatment that venom for adventurers grew, and she eventually ran away from the Soma Familia to live her life as a normal citizen. However, when she thought she had finally found a family in an old couple, they found her, the Soma Familia, and they destroyed their store and stole their money. Lily began to hate Soma himself, and question why he would even make a familia if he doesn't take care of it and only spends his time trying to perfect his alcoholic drink. And it was because of this hatred that grew for basically everyone festered inside her that she would trick and steal from adventures using her Cinderella, the type of transformation magic. She'd steal from them using the excuse that all adventurers are selfish. But after Belle saved her from getting eaten by these ant monsters, sorry, I forget the name of them. Remember the specifics? She was left behind by adventurers who she owed a debt to. It began to realize that she was really just lonely and just using excuse that all adventures are evil to lash out at people because of her loneliness. And finally, the other theme that has the biggest relevance to Don Machi is what exactly is a hero? I think when we think of a hero, we think of someone that fights for truth and justice and honor and defends people no matter who they are, what they look like, where they come from, etc. In modern media, we see this best in, you're the bad guy, but I can see that you've been through a lot and I get why you're the bad guy. It's because the world harmed you in some way, so you're therefore going to destroy the world. But I'm gonna save you type of thing that 
Right now we're seeing in My Hero Academia with Deku wanting to save Shigaraki because he recognizes the crying child within him who just wanted to be saved after accidentally disintegrating his family with his quirk. And I feel like this is very well explored in Danmachi in multiple ways. One of them being with the Rohime arc. It gives us a question. Would you save people regardless of their occupation? It's like there are other people other than villains that we kind of look down upon. And it's like, would you save them despite them being dirtied in some way? Haruhime is a fox person. After... Haruhime was disowned from her noble family for playing with the children of the Takamezuchi familia, who Haruhime's father saw as lesser for not being of noble blood. Her and the Palam guest who took her away were attacked by monsters, and Haruhime was left behind in the surrounding scuffle to be captured by bandits and sold to a brothel in Orario. Hime, as a child, loved to watch plays that were based off of old fairy tales, and she wanted to be the princess that was saved in those fairy tales by the handsome hero. But she feels that now, because her body is dirtied, she isn't worth saving. But, well, ends up rescuing her and taking her into his familia from the Ishtar familia. Fighting Green. Another element of heroism that's explored is basically you find an exception to something that the world has agreed is true what would that mean about yes, this factual quote-unquote idea in the first place? Was it on some sort of flimsy foothold in the first place? And we not have exceptions to the rule? Is everything black and white? And also... Are you willing to be hated by everyone else for your decision? I've seen a media where the hero is disagreed upon for his desire to save the villain character, but I've also seen a lot of lot of media where they kind of glorify it, and it's just like, oh, look how kind and amazing this character is. Don Machi, the way they go about it is like, are you willing to have the world turn against you in order to stay true to your beliefs, even if it doesn't fit the mold of what everyone else holds as their actuality? Belle decides to protect a young monster girl, a female Vovire, Vovre, that he dubs Wine. Ween, with Ween, who is a Xenos, monsters that are the reincarnation of monsters that were killed 
They are highly intelligent, and some are even capable of human speech. And monsters see them as enemies, normal monsters, as well as adventurers who often do not care that they are sentient creatures and either kill them or sell them on the black market. Bell decides that he wants to save Ween, who who he sees is very kind despite being a monster. There's this kind of stereotype. Actually, I wouldn't call it a stereotype. There's the preconception that monsters are violent, mindless creatures whose only purpose is to kill anyone that enters the dungeon, any living thing that enters their path. Uh, Ween helped a young boy, and she's afraid of being hurt by others and afraid of hurting others like a small child. Decides to protect her, earning the ire of basically all of Arario. Keep in mind, this was after Belle had earned some fame for being the fastest to reach level 2 in all of Orario's history, and then later setting the record for reaching both level 3 for beating the Apollo Familia in the War Games, and then level 4. The public turned on him in an instant. And this is further supplemented by the fact that Belle decides that he's going to become a hypocrite and kill monsters to become stronger, despite the fact that he's going, hey, not all monsters are evil. And Bell even potentially sacrifices his relationship with the girl he loves for this ideal, as Eyes, due to past trauma relating to her father and mother being killed by the one-eyed dragon, is that... If monsters make people cry, the monsters must be bad. Is all I have for today. I'm sorry for taking up so much of your time. It always ends up exceeding the limit. Anyway, see ya!